Yeah, we're live now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, depending on your location. I'm so excited to be on the platform once again with my friend, Joseph Alabi, and we're looking at leadership and creativity. Yes, leadership and creativity. Um, this is Leadership Talk with Adegoke, uh, the 55th, the 50, I believe they are the 55th uh, podcast. And so how are you, my friend? I'm very good. Okay. It's been a while. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much. Now, tell us who is Joseph Alabi? Okay. Um, Joseph Alabi is a student of life. Let me put it that way. <laughs> I think that um, my life started. Um, to ref by reflecting the way my name really is in um, in in the local dialect, dialect Yoruba. Um, my Yoruba name is Shegun. I think I have been a conqueror from when I was a uh, when I was uh, when I was born. But essentially, I am a graduate of business administration. I'm also a graduate of law, and I have a master's in finance, and I'm also a Cisco network professional. So I have a life that has spanned banking to telecoms and I'm also trading and now i'm into um software development so i've had a journey across um different continents i think i started my life in africa in nigeria and then i ended up um, um in my 20s moving to europe and i was in ireland in dublin for 14 years uh before wow. i recently um, moved back to Nigeria, um, the call of um, Global Com, uh, Limited wanted um, me then in 2014 and had me come back to Nigeria. And I, I left Global Com in 2015 um, to set up my company called eConnect Net Power Limited. I've been in business for uh, five years now. And yes. we think of that we're still alive and we're still pushing it up. So thank well you done. for having me. Yeah, yeah. Well done, well done. Very, very interesting uh, profile. Now, can you just tell us um, how did you get into leadership? I know you talked about who you are, you know, just a bit. Maybe add a bit more to what you said. Okay. I think that I wouldn't exactly be able to pinpoint when I got to what you would call leadership. But I think that I've had leadership in me since I was a kid. Um, okay. I think when my dad um, passed away, I was 12. And I was probably the man of the house, given the fact that my older siblings were all in college, university. And I was in my, um, I think, secondary school. And I was living with my mom and my younger sister. So I think at that point, I had to take the position of uh, the leader of the house in terms of protecting my mom and protecting my younger sister. So I think that was when it actually started. Uh, but in the real sense, I think my career generally has actually oftentimes put me in a position of leadership from okay. when, I, when, I, when I got into banking. And I think within a year or two, I was already managing a branch. And then I moved from managing a branch to managing a group. And when I was 27, I was already uh, uh, head of corporate banking for Access Bank. And then I left Nigeria to go to Europe. And I had to start all over again, and going back to school to study network engineering. And in a short time also, became a network uh, professional and then gravitated into managing teams in a very short time. So I think all those experiences uh, have actually um, helped me to appreciate the value of leadership. And why I say that is this. I mean, we throw the word around a lot about leadership. But actually, I think the best leaders are usually the best followers. Um, wow. If you are a very good follower, you are actually earning your stripes in becoming a very good leader. And hmm. I have always tried to be a good follower of giving people. So wow. I throughout my career or throughout my life, that I've looked up to generally, who hmm. many times have paid, paid a part in my progression. 
so that's how I would describe my, how I got into leadership. I think it's not something that I had a con, uh, conscious effort at being. I think it was something that just happened to me. And I couldn't. My circumstance, yeah. And you stepped in. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Congratulations. Now, I just want to uh, welcome those who are just joining us. My name is Adigo Kiamotola. I'm a John Maxwell certified leadership coach, speaker, and trainer. And uh, have with me on the platform of Leadership Talk with Adigo K, the 55th um, uh, episode. Uh, we have uh, my good friend Joseph Alabi. Now, I want you to speak to uh, what, what's your definition, what's your understanding of leadership? What is leadership? Okay. Um, like I said previously, what I said, the best way I think to be a good leader really is to be a good follower. I think having the, um, the mindset of the collective is the first premise of you being a good leader. And when I say the mindset of the collective is when you think for the others rather than thinking for yourself, you already start showing intrinsic values of being a leader. A good leader is someone who's taking all the experiences and failures that he has acquired over time, which are like badges that he acquires, and then put it into play on how he can use it to the benefit of the general public, of the community. And when you have that vision or that feeling of uh, inadequacy for not being able to look after or take care of people, mm. then you know that you're already becoming a leader. Mm. A leader, for one, thinks of himself last. Think wow. of the captain of a ship. He is always the last person if he's on a sunken ship. Mm. That is the real definition of a proper, a true leader. Now, wow. you can then go all the um, academic ex uh, expectation of a leader, being able to have a vision, being able to be, have a, be a good planner, being hmm. able to have direction, being able hmm. to, um, to tutor people or to groom people or mentor people, being able to be creative, being able to um, manage. Those are also values that expect a leader to have. Some awesome. leaders are on, some leaders earn um, right, yeah. become great leaders. Neither mm. one of them is better than the other. Mm. It is the at the end of the day, it is the um they say it's it's the uh, end goal that matters, not the journey to the goal. So for That's me, right. I think I was born a leader. I think mm. one of the challenges that I've had and I had when I was younger with older folks who were friends of mine were that <laughs> They always felt that I was a bit too young, forward, too sure yeah. of myself. And at that time, when I was younger, it was seen to be, a, I mean, you would think I was rude. Like, it looked like I was a bit arrogant and rude. So yeah. I used to pick myself up when I was younger, thinking that I was something wrong with me. Then as I got older and hmm. I went into commerce, I went into employment, I saw the same problem with hmm. supervisors. Because I was always someone who wanted to achieve. And when mm. I say achieve, not achieve for myself, but achieve for the but collective. But solve problems, yeah. Yeah. So, and I realized that when you have certain gifts that are inherent in you, and others don't have it or don't understand it, it can be misconstrued. And you are seen as a threat. Yes. So I found myself, right, especially if you not add that to immaturity, because I was young, and I and was so... <laughs> Um, uh, knowledge or this feeling of uh, leadership, and I had to express it in an immature way. There mm. could then be conflicts with those who were supposed to be advisors. Uh, right. Now, yeah. but if they go back and think about all the things that I was doing, they will realize that I was actually doing it for their benefits. Mm. And, but the one thing that I can say, most good, most leaders also like they like recognition. They like when they have achieved for the collective, yeah. that the collective recognizes that they have actually contributed and, and, and to to the betterment of the collective. So that's so that's wow. how I, would, I wow. would explain it. Wow! Thank you so much, uh, Tolulokwe uh, Ajayi, saying that uh, you know I'm so proud of you, uh, dear 
uncle Joseph Alabi. So you oh, already have. You, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you, you. I said you already have fans all over the place and and uh, admirers. Fans, and we're looking. I mean, looking forward to you listening to the podcast so that we can uh, have some more interesting conversation. So go yeah. on. Go on. Yeah. Now, now I want you to speak to this. You know, before we came on, I was talking about creativity, um, that um, quite a number of people are having, uh, you know, a challenge right now with the pandemic. Uh, for example, I, just before we came on, they were talking about gas prices, you know, that is increased from 3200 it's almost 10,000 naira for a cylinder now. And, uh, you know, people are going back to using uh, firewood, you know, <laughs> very unconventional things. You know, even in the UK, you've had, uh, for the first time, uh, petrol stations had um, challenges. And even gas prices have gone up globally. So, but in every challenge, leaders, the creative leaders that are able to pivot, able to recalibrate, um, they still show up and they still get to uh, their destination. Can you speak on creativity? What is creativity? What's okay. Um, I, for my own part, I, I wouldn't necessarily give you a, a English dictionary definition. Of no, it's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll give you my own um, definition of what I think creativity is. I think creativity is being able to, first of all, see outside the box. Um, hmm. have a vision, hmm. be able to see what is not ordinarily seen by what you call the average folks. Yeah. So, and I must say this, we all have a bit of creativity in ourselves. I don't hmm. think there's a single person who does not have creativity in themselves. It's about you looking inwards and being able to take yourself out of the situation and then try and look at it from outside the box. Yeah. Every challenge actually creates an opportunity. Hmm. Unfortunately, if you have creative leaders, I mean, sorry. Unfortunately, we have leaders today who are not natural leaders or were not actually groomed to be leaders, hmm. but were fostered into being leaders. But, and that's always yeah. a problem, especially especially when it comes to politics. Hmm. And because we have leaders like that, they generally don't have the right skill sets to actually see every challenge as an opportunity. Hmm. Now, you mentioned the gas um, issue right now. Now, I was looking through my Facebook, uh, some Facebook um, posts recently, and you had uh, someone create a pot that could cook two different meals uh, uh, at the same time. Now, that is creativity. That's wow. somebody's creativity that, okay. So they are different compartments. Wow. That's, yes. that's massive. Why don't I make it such that I can cook the same meal, two meals at the same time? That way I reduce half the time, right? Yeah. What I'm going to yeah. do is cook. Now, wow. you might look at it and think it's mundane, but actually you can extrapolate from that. Wow. An opportunity in a bigger scale. Now, my worry is, especially from where we are in Africa, because there's a high level of poverty, right? Hmm. We hmm. seem to have been beaten down by poverty that it actually limits how we want to think or how hmm. we think when we see uh, what you call challenges. I am hmm. actually a big fan of challenges because I always say when there's a challenge, it creates an opportunity. That's and right. Opportunity, it means you're actually creating wealth. And hmm. the best way to beat poverty is by creating wealth. Now, That's right. How do you create wealth in the midst of poverty? Hmm. The best way to create wealth in the midst of poverty is by thinking about the collective. And I'm going to say this. I struggle every day when I watch leaders not understand that you are actually better off making decisions that benefits the collective. That's right. It you wealthier. And I'm going to give you a good example. I'm going to take one of the, two, I mean, one of the early mentors. I will use the word mentor. I wasn't close to the person, but I was always looking at the person from afar. From afar one yeah. of the things 
that actually drove me in my career all through. I'm the first person who will be Wala Jola and Tayo I was probably like about 15 when I first got aware about what they were doing with PT Bank. And at that time, we had probably about five banks in Nigeria who were what you would call very mundane in the way they were operating. That's right. But they also worked with some of these banks. But they identified the, the issues and how they could solve those problems. Hmm. And I remember when DC Bank started off, huh? people thought they were not going to last long. I hope, you not, I hope you are not selling DT Bank for this platform. No, no, no. I just wanted to get yeah. somewhere. That okay. They had an idea yeah. that was destructive, innovative, yeah. and forward thinking. And you can still tell, as of today, it is that idea that has driven all the new generation financial institutions. That's right. Now, yeah. But beyond that, what they have done is to create opportunities to multiple people who have then today become leaders of society. Yeah. Who have, they have created wealth, and the people who have benefited from the wealth have gone on to create more wealth, Mm. And they are also building more people who are creating more wealth. Thank so you so much. I, I'd like to interject. Yeah. yeah. Why I brought that up was All right. because of the, the, of the gas example. Okay. If the government or where is the leadership position realizes that it is not the increase in price that is the problem. It is the lack of opportunities for people to earn the money to go in line with the increase in price, that hmm. is the problem. Wow. So for me, I worry less when people say, oh, petrol price has gone up. Oh, dollar has gone um, higher. Those things don't really matter. Hmm. If you are backing it up with opportunities creation, the reason why it's a problem is because we don't back it up with creating opportunities, wealth creation and opportunities. Now, wow. let me tell you what happens. If you were to create opportunities and wealth, you will find out, like it happened, what happened in China, where they intentionally devalued their currency so that they can increase production and increase exports, right? Mm. Today, China's currency is so strong that China is not even happy that it's getting stronger. Hmm. Because they have been able to create wealth through the devaluation of their currency. Wow. In Nigeria, it's a totally different ballgame. When we focus on dollar, we focus on kerosene, and we focus on petrol, rather than focus on the, the creating the opportunities, then we are going to have a major crisis in our hands. I'm going to try and be very practical in how I'm saying we can solve all this problem without even talking about government. We, that is my company, has recently created a platform called Woozy. Woozy hmm. is a three-channel platform of the ecosystem. When okay. I say three-channel, I'm talking about um, last mile, how you can access the platform, which is okay. you can access the platform on your phone, you can access it on the web, you can access it on the TV. Now, we are a Nigerian fully owned um, um, company that has built about the largest um, universal trading platform anywhere in the world. We have wow. built a platform like no other platform. Now, what are we? What, why did we build this platform? It was because having come back to Nigeria, having spent 14 years in Europe, Working for one of the big, one of the biggest telecom uh, companies in Africa, I realized that there were many opportunities that were not being tapped by That's right. Nigerians and by Africans within Africa. I'll give you an example. If you take a Spotify, a Spotify was created to stream movie. I'm sorry, stream music. Music. Uh, yeah. But before now. Artists will go and make music in the studio and put it on CDs and probably look for distributors to sell for them. Now, took someone to digitalize music and yeah. have anybody drop their content, music or otherwise, 
And as people stream it, they get to earn money. Now, what that does is they have created a global market for a local content. Now, because of that, you see a high level of development in our the quality of the music we produce in Africa. That's right. Yeah. The acceptance of our music across the world. Eh? And the income opportunity for our artists. Now mm. they can rub shoulders with any international artist in terms of income. But mm. it took a foreigner to think outside the box to create that opportunity. Now, we now I, I, want to, I want to stop you there, please. I mean, I, I just want to uh, celebrate you. I mean, I've known you for about, I mean, over 30 years now. I mean, yeah, I've known you, and, and I'm happy with what is happening. You've been steady, you've been consistent, you've been adding value, and thankfully, we're sharing the same platform. Uh, I just want to welcome those who are joining us for the first time. This is Leadership Talk with Adigoke, the podcast. Uh, we're on Apple, we're also on Spotify, and we're looking at leadership and creativity. Um, this is the 55th uh, episode of Leadership Talk with Adigoke. Now, Shegu, I want you to look at this. Uh, What's the relationship between leadership and creativity? Where, where do they where do they meet? Where's where's the what's the fusion? Where's the fusion? Okay, um, for me, I think a leader's first primary purpose is to look out for the collective. The collective could be your company, it could be your community, it could be your household. Now, in looking out for your community and your collective, it means that you have to help your community and your collective um, solve challenges that will come up on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Okay. Right. able to solve challenges, you must be able to um, come up with either in-box solution or out-box solution. Good. Both are actually quite creative. Now, because you need to solve solutions, it is creativity that will help you to solve it as fast as possible and in the most effective and efficient way Okay. Creativity is a necessary tool for a for leader. But having okay. said that, having said that, you don't have to be the creative person within a community, even if you are the leader. Your ability to identify creative people around you and, and bring taking, taking information from them and then using it the right way for the benefit of the collective is actually what links creativity to leadership. Yeah. Now, I want you to now speak to this. Why, why is it that, you know, we don't see a lot of creativity, um, you know, even among leaders nowadays? Well, it depends on which sphere of leaders you're talking about. If you're now, talking about... Okay, now, you know, leadership is could be business, it could be governance, I want you to speak to, you know, because we are having uh, the fintech, like, you know, the last session I had was leadership and strategy. And we had uh, the uh, the founder of Indicina, you know, Yvonne Johnson, and she was speaking about strategy and what has happened in the fintech industry. But apart from, you know, we've had Flutterway, we've had Andela, you know, creating products, but we want that's to be replicated even in other sectors. Why have we found it very challenging, you know, to move that narrative into other sectors? Yes. Um, I actually think that in uh, in the industry today, um, it's a lot better, creativity is a lot better than it used to be. Um, remember I mentioned um, uh, a couple of very creative um, set of old men now, young men then, for Lan yeah. Kyle. Um, I can also, in the same way, mentioned people like uh, Abatwigwe and Aijumokwede, uh, um, who are also been very creative if you look at their journey and where they were coming from and how they've gone around to turn fortunes of um, Etedo, maybe distressed institution, into now leading leading um, institution. You will realize that we're not actually lacking in um, uh, creative leaders within uh, our ecosystem. What I think is the problem is we have too many who have been bestowed with leadership who are more interested in position self than yeah. collect yeah and the problem is when you're interested in self right it cannot limit your creativity 
Because you are only just interested in the short term. Hmm. What can I get today? Now, I can actually put this across a lot of industries. That one of the challenges for young entrepreneurs in Nigeria today is lack of support. Hmm. You hardly ever get support when hmm. you're an entrepreneur, a young entrepreneur in Nigeria today. It means that we have a mindset, eh, which is you a mindset that is basically saying we don't think you're going to succeed. Hmm. So don't let us invest in you because we don't want to lose our money. Hmm. So even if we want to give you money, we want to make sure we get our money back in three months or in six months. When in yes. fact, we know that real success is not success long time. in six months. The yeah. real success, the real wealth is, is, grow, is built over time. Now, hmm. I've, been, I've been very fortunate. And the reason why I would say I've been very fortunate is that I've failed multiple times in my life. Right? You can say that. I have seen yeah. those failures, and it's why I am very fortunate. Because it mm. had made me a lot more resilient than the average yeah. uh, startup. Let's use that word. Because I can anticipate and see where problems are going to come long before they can come. And they will come. Yeah. But the problem is this you have a lot of young people who don't have the benefit of the same experience that I have had. So they cannot anticipate some of these problems. Now, they're not things they teach you in school or business schools. They're not things that you can learn on textbooks. Now, so how would you want to solve that? The way I would have um, suggested would be mentorship. Now, yeah. we are lacking mentorship in our in this sphere of the world. Now, because, like I said, most in inverted commas, most leaders that we have tend to think short term and think for stuff. Wow. They don't look for, or they don't try to invest in the continuity of their legacy. Now, the real essence of leadership is for you to leave a legacy behind. And what yeah. motivates you to leave a legacy is by grooming people who will carry on your vision. I still yeah. go back to Paula and Tayo Adiola. They left a legacy and they groomed people who have become titans of the same industries today. You can mention wow. Shegwan Baje, you can mention Ike and Ajimokwede, uh, you can mention Abatwigwe, you can mention many, many people like that. Titi Oshutoki, you can mention so many people in that industry who they had groomed. Hmm. And it was because they were more interested in leaving a legacy than the short-term gain of making money. Wow. Now, imagine an utopia world where we allow leadership like that into government and mm. government or politicians think about building legacy, legacies Long and mean yeah. people who will leave a legacy behind them. You can point to a Chikobafu Mawulawo who, if you look at his antecedents and the number of what you will call disciples he created, they are still resonating in our life as of today. You That's can also right. mention someone like Bola Tinubu, who also has shown very great strength and wisdom in being a really good leader. Regardless of whatever it is you want to say about his politics, the truth about it is he has shown. I hope you are not a spokesman. Of leadership. I hope I'm not a spokesman. I, I haven't met him before. I have never met him before. But like I okay. said, in my life, looked at people from afar and looked at what it is that have driven them. And I've taken the positives of what they have done to imbibe in my own life. Now, okay. that is, I mean, so that is where I, I will actually put it. General okay, I want to stop you there. I, I want to stop you there. You know, the the environment now, you know, we're in what is called the VUCA world, you know, uh, volatile, uncertain, you know, uh, you know, very competitive. And even now we have to be agile. Um, I'm so thankful because your message is going to be going to all over the world right now. It's not just local, this this podcast. And uh, a lot of people are going to benefit because you're sharing powerful nuggets. I just want to celebrate you. Um, but what would you like to say, you know, to um, what, what's, what's the catalyst for, for creativity, even in this environment, you know, with all the volatility? What can we do? 
you know, three things that we can do right now. One, two, three. Yeah. That the government can do to all, provide the enabling environment. Yes. Yeah. First of all, the catalyst to um, what did you call it now? To what was the what was the question again? I Growing creativity to, to making sure that creativity. Yeah. The catalyst, they, yeah. So the catalyst to creativity right now is challenging. Once there's a challenge, then it brings out the creativity in you. Now, all right. How? What are the three things that I would point out to government or anybody in leadership uh, that it, yeah. that creativity can assist in solving? First of all. We need to start using technology the right way. Technology, right. technology can solve a lot more problems than we are allowing it to solve. Okay. Second is empathy. We need hmm. to have empathy. Hmm. And creativity without empathy is actually not positive creativity. We wow. need to have empathy. Hmm. Third, we need to have over oversight. Oversight wow. is can you can operate it for control. You need to have oversight, hmm. which means that the first thing I mentioned was what? If you can remind me again. Well, I mean, the first thing that I think uh, even me, um, you know, but I know the second thing was empathy. You know, yeah. But and it yeah. was so. The you first have not mentioned. Said, yeah. So the first thing I said was technology. Yeah, so technology, digitization. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you an example of how you can use technology to solve what the world thinks or what the community thinks is a big um, social issue. First of all, remember the answers. Yeah. What was the issue with the answers? One. Wow. I think there's a challenge with uh... the okay. next one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So the first thing, what happened with the answers? The first thing was yes. that you had the civil populace. Okay. Your network is still a bit uh, fuzzy. Um, well, I want to apologize for for this, and I hope you'll be able to come in into the studio. We've been listening to Shegun, uh Joseph Alabi on Leadership Talk with Adegoke, the podcast, and uh, we've been looking at leadership and creativity. Uh, he shared so many nuggets on how to be, you know, uh, creative even in this very turbulent times. And it was just saying, talking about digitization, you know, which is uh, using technology to, to pivot. And uh, without technology, uh, we're still very manual in, in our approach. And what COVID has done with the pandemic is that even most sectors now, uh, particularly the uh, fintech industry has been able to uh, adapt and so we have the flutter waves we have the andela we have uh, the payment systems you know all over the yes my brother's back yes you're welcome wow sorry wow. there was a different challenge here oh either okay. sorry, it's all part of creativity yeah. you're welcome so, yeah um, are, we, are we back on yeah you're back on yeah yes so i was i was trying give you an example of how you can use technology to okay. solve what is a social social challenge. Now, remember okay. the issue of the answers, where the general uh, citizenry believed that the police were overreaching and they were um, not generally uh, doing their, their role the right way. Now, what is the issue about what are the uh, uh, the problems that arise during that issue? Uh, that, that, uh, that, when you identify that, uh, that issue, the problem is, first of all, the citizens don't generally know what the law is or what their rights is. Okay. The police does not know the law. Yes, the Nigerian police generally don't know the law. That's the truth. So how do you solve that problem with technology? Why are people not accessing those that actually understand the law, which are the lawyers, right? Mm. Because they cannot afford to access a lawyer. In Nigeria, you don't get access to legal representation for free. You have to pay for it. And generally, lawyers are not generally cheap for the average Nigerians to call. Most of the cases that you have in the police today that are beyond what you call the counters, that have not gone to trial, 
are because those accused don't have access to legal representation. You have the DPR who's trying a lot, but they are not funded well enough to solve all uh, or assist all uh, uh, accused persons. So the citizen decided that if we're frustrated and our backs are at the wall, we then have to create a strife to get the authorities to be aware of the, the challenges. Yeah. Yeah. This could have been solved, which is what one of the things we are doing with our platform to solve. Uh, and how are we doing that? If you create a box, when I use the word the box, call it like an insurance, huh? where everybody contributes, say, 2029, just for example, right? And you, everybody in Nigeria contributes to that, right? You can call it a legal assistance tax or whatever. Huh? So if you have 40 million Nigerians working and you tax on them there, Every day, I mean, sorry, every month, huh? Into a court for legal consultation, right? You will have an easily average huh? 40 billion naira. I'm, I'm assuming my maths is correct. You would have raised either 40 billion naira, yes? Yes, you'll have raised either 40 billion naira or 4 billion naira, either which way. Now, imagine if every Nigerian that needs to access a lawyer, you do not have to pay the lawyer for first consultation because from the funds they will pay that lawyer for first consultation. What we have found in our survey, every time there's an issue between the police and an accused for a citizen, once the lawyer gets involved, eh, the case is either moved to court or is easily resolved. Uh, so we came up with a plan, a platform that allows you to access the lawyer on the phone on the go. So, if okay. you get, so we have what we call ask a lawyer platform. And, you know, we have not talked about this. If you need to access a lawyer, you can use the Wuzi platform to access a lawyer anywhere you want. So the platform is open based. So wow. if, not the way you call an Uber driver. So you did an Uber driver. You are you are in in Nikoi. The closest driver to where you are will accept will attend to you. It's the same way we have created on our platform. Where wow. you need access to a lawyer, the, a lawyer will attend to you, the closest one will attend to you, right? For yeah. What wow. that does is you then can be told if you are at risk of committing a crime or if you are going to be charged with a crime. It then means that you don't need to be afraid of police anymore. Especially because when the lawyer attends to you, you don't have to pay the lawyer. Wow. Who pays the lawyer from the pops that have been created? So what else does Wuzi do apart from you know? Because we, we're about to round up now. Okay. What, so what else? Is, yeah. What we have done is to try to solve four problem statements within our ecosystem. Right? Good. And the four problem statements we try to solve is one. We wanted to provide social security for every member of the community. Okay. Secondly, we wanted to create opportunity for employment for everybody who is in the community. All right. Thirdly, we wanted to uh, give access to financial inclusion. We wanted to give more opportunities for those areas that do not have access to um, financial institutions. Uh, when, you say, when you say wanted, is it in the past tense or in the present tense? Oh, or you want to? That is what created... The, uh, that was it's not, well. I like what you, I like the way you pointed it out. Well, yeah. we want to is the right yeah. word. Yeah? yeah. So when we created it, we want to solve certain social um, Challenge. problems, yeah. challenges, provide social security for everybody who's on the platform. Yeah. Allow for financial inclusion for everybody who comes on the platform. Okay. Um. Create employment opportunity for everybody who comes on the platform. Okay. And reduce the effect of inflation for everyone who comes on the platform. Wow, that's... Everyone who comes on our platform is a member of our Wuzi Care. Okay. Our Wuzi Care covers you for medical assurance, which means you can access medical services and you don't have to pay. 
because you are already covered to uh, a limit. It's called um, health management organization. So it's an HMO. So every member of the community is already part of that community, uh, that HMO. When you download or you sign up on our platform, you get access to legal representation at no cost. You don't okay. have to pay for consultation anytime you need to access a lawyer, which you can access on our platform. Everybody who comes on our platform gets paid for activities they do on the platform. So let me explain what that means. Today, majority, 98% of phone users are on social media worldwide today. And majority of those people are not really earning money from social media. They spend the day getting entertained on social media. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We have created a model where, apart from being entertained, we get you value for your content that you put on our platform. <laughs> so if you bring your content on our platform and you put it up in one of our challenges, for every time you bring someone to vote for you, which is view your content, we pay you. For every wow. time someone comes to view your content, we pay them. So we wow. are paying someone to view your content. We are paying you to get people to view your content. So you can wow. easily actually make money as part of your regular income, or it can be your mainstay income just by being on the platform. Awesome. What we have done is to monetize your social media footprint. Uh, the more time you spend on the Woozy platform, the more money you make. That is wow. how we have created that opportunity. I've explained to you how everybody who downloads the platform, who come on the platform, signs up, is a member of the community, covers you for social security. You can access medical assistance at no cost. You can access legal assistance at no cost. The next thing is, every time you make a purchase on the platform, because of the power of the community, we are giving you cash back. The cash wow. back is from all the deals we've done with all our partners. Because we have a large community, we're saying, if you're going to sell your wares on this platform, we have to reduce your price for what you sell in other platforms. So not only are we going to give you the best price, because you can compare prices, we are also guaranteeing you that for every money you spend, you will get some money back. Wow. Which will help to reduce the effect of the inflation that we are all suffering right now in Nigeria. Now, I just need to be uh, to reiterate a point. Every time you create wealth, you create employment. That's right. So rather than focus on government to create employment, hmm. can we focus on letting getting to create wealth so that we can then employ the people who we are pushing to government to employ. Hmm. Let government give us an enabling environment so hmm. that we can help them create wealth using technology. Huh? Because yeah. what technology has done is this. I can, on my platform, organize all the uh, commodity traders and link them to the rest of the world because hmm. we verify them on the platform and then they can bypass the middleman and deal directly on the platform to access foreign purchasers. Exactly what Jack Ma had done with Alibaba Express, where yeah. the average Nigerian today does not need to go through a middle man to purchase stuff from China. It's exactly what the platform is doing for African businesses, Nigerian businesses. Is to Amazing. connect Nigerian businesses to the rest of the world. So Amazing. We a platform as a service where we have put up all the costs for the platform. We are okay. Now, we, we have about we have a few minutes more. Um, yeah. I just want you to share the 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 website, the platform, so that for okay. those who are listening are going to be watching the replay. Yes. First of all, the platform is called Woozy. W O O Z Triple E. Always okay. remember, it is three E's, not two E's. Woozy. Okay. The website is woozy.com. W-O-O-Z-E-E-E dot -E 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 com. 
And you All can right. go to the App Store. We are on Amazon Store. We are on um, um, uh, uh, Apple Store. We are on Apple, uh, Play Store. And we are on Huawei, Huawei Store. So we are wow. all the stores. So um, it's, it's, are, it's on the screen now, yeah. So Lokwe has put it up. Woozy. www.woozy.com. Okay. Form and experience a new opportunity of how we create a global wealth for everybody. Everybody awesome. who is a community member will at least be able to get a meal a day off the Woozy platform just by wow. just voting alone. So wow. the whole idea is we want to take the best of Africa, the best of Nigeria, and showcase it to the rest of the world. Wow. Wow. So those in diaspora can also uh, tap into this as well? Woozy is for everybody across the whole world. You can tap wow. into it and download wow. We already have downloads in four continents already. So you can wow. download from anywhere in the world. You can access wow. multiple things from movies to social media to uh, to finance, finance to ticketing to um, health service, legal service, um, online retail shopping. You can buy stuff. You can sell stuff. You can do everything you you can do on any platform. We are so it's a, a one-stop one shop. shop. It's a one-stop shop. We're all in one app. It is like wow. I said. I'm arguably the largest platform ever built, and it was built in Nigeria by Nigerians. So, so have you rolled out? Or when is it going to be rolled out? It will be rolled out on the fifth, on the third of December. But right wow. now, we're active. So we are uh, active. We're running onboarding. Our, our life test period. So to wow. make sure that all all the snacks are are, are are sorted out before we do our official release on the fifth or third of december sorry okay awesome now on you the lights sorry one more thing you will yeah. also find our kiosk at the at the local airports in the uh, next couple of days where you can actually do which airport is that? which right the airport at mm2 so if MM2. you can do your last last minute ticket uh, purchase or checking in and all those stuff as a self-service on your own is it, you is, it in, is it in the uh you know is it in the arrival all or departure all or it's at, it's at the departure all you go, you have oh. them at the departure. we actually rolled them out today we actually went and delivered them today so we're opening wow. an in or two you will be able to access those services we are hoping awesome. it will decide with when we release the platform fully to the public um awesome. come and join the community and you come and get the benefits of our have fun, make money, and give back, which is our slogan. Amazing, amazing. So on a lighter note, I just have one more question. Yeah, who are your mentors? Who are your mentors? You know, you are so much, uh, you are on fire. You are, you are really well calibrated, you know, so much energy. Yeah. I, I can say to you that I've had different mentors across my, my, my life at different stages. Uh, when my, my dad was my mentor at my early stage, uh, when I was yeah. 12, he passed away. And then my oldest brother became my mentor. And yeah. after a while, and one of the things that I appreciate about him was that I was able to look at him and learn some of from some of his business mistakes to make sure that I try and do a bit uh, uh, better than what he has done. Yeah. And then afterwards, I think he shifted at some point to my older sister, uh, Titi Oshitoki. I think she now became like a mentor. I used to look, I look up to her, to be like her. Then it gravitated to the outer outer industry where you have people like Fola, Jola, and Tayo that I used to be through their life and they used to inspire me. And then it shifted to people like Jack Ma, who I also read his story and loved the way he went from um, being a, a child from an, an humble background, who had taken his life story and built one of the biggest and one of the big, biggest and socially uh, uh, targeted. Uh, platform in the world. Um, wow. I like is uh, I like what he stands for. He's more interested in how his technology impacts on the lives of people than just for the sake of making money. Um, I'm a, I'm a social capitalist. Um, what I wow. mean by that, I I am a, a, a fiscal capitalist, but I have a social element in me. I believe mm -hmm. that we are all brought to this world for purpose, and the purpose is to build the community to help our environment to create opportunities by looking to looking out for the collective i i that is what this whole platform has done and that is mm. what i spent the rest of my life doing wow wow 
for everybody, making sure that whatever I put my hands on are not for myself, but for everybody to benefit from it. And because I believe that if you make people successful, you actually become more successful. The wow. best success you can have is by empowering everybody around you to be successful. In Thank any, you. you can wow, follow wow. anybody at any point in time because wow. you have too many people around you who are successful. That's my Thank vision. So that is my, my mantra. Thank you so much. Honestly, Thank on this much. very powerful, very powerful session, if you just joined us or you're watching the replay or listening to the replay, I've had on this platform uh, Leadership Talk with Adegoke, the 55th edition uh, speaking leadership and creativity, uh, Joseph Alabi, and is is real that so many uh, powerful nuggets and um, you know his product Woozy, Woozy.com uh, is urging us to onboard, and I trust that um, you know you're going to leave a, a powerful legacy. Uh, one of my mentors is late now, Zig Ziglar, said you can have everything you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. And that's what the template my brother is uh, using and adopting. Uh, so on a final note, uh, I just want to say something in 30 seconds just to encourage those out there that might be discouraged you know, with the challenges of the pandemic. Just in 30 seconds, not more than that, yes. <laughs> okay, ask me to say something, okay. In 30 I, seconds, just to wrap up, yeah. I think that the, the topic of, of today, which is uh, leadership and creativity, is applicable for everybody. And I mm. think the pandemic actually made it more pronounced that um, there were opportunities that were left untapped before the mm. pandemic. Now, this is the time for everyone to look inwards and look at what they're actually really good at and make a plan that actually impacts on the society. Wow. And see you is. Once your thought process benefits mm. the community, the mm. idea starts to flow, starts to take wow. and wow. you will succeed. Do not wow. give up. You are going to meet many challenges, but please mm. take the challenges as the strengths that will keep you going, knowing that the more challenges you encounter, the more successful you are going to become. That's what wow. I'll, I'll put out there. Wow, wow, wow. On this note, I just want to thank everyone that joined us. I've had with me Joseph Alabi on Leadership Talk with Adigoke, the 55th episode of the podcast. And we're just so thankful. So until same time, thank you for joining. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Everybody. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Wow.